Hey everyone, and welcome to the very special St. Patrick's Day episode of the podcast. Um, I'm, well, guess what, folks? Olivia is so late, she's not even here this time. Instead, we're bringing in a replacement, Olivia. I'm here with Gabe. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You can call me Olivia if you want to. That just makes it feel more comfortable. I would you. honestly rather not, okay. actually. But, That's um, fair. Yeah, so for today's episode, since this is St. Patrick's Day, we decided to get a bottle of Irish whiskey and, uh, you know, maybe see where it takes us. And we're going to talk about the most famous Irish movie of all time, which is The Departed. I don't know. What what would you say about this movie? Uh, it's an action drama cop movie. Yeah, it's it's really long. Too. Yeah, really long. Mm-hmm. Is it two forty five? I thought it was at least three hours. It's what it felt like. It felt like three hours at least. But um, yeah, I started watching it probably like two a.m. and then like daylight savings kicked in, so I finished <laughs> at like five thirty. I was like, oh my god, why? Yeah, it was a rough night, but uh, I'm I'm ready to, you know, relax, sip upon this, um, what is this? This is Con Cannon, Con Canon, Irish whiskey. Con Canon, yeah. Do you, um, do you have any Irish in you? Yeah, I'm like 58% Irish or something like that. Really? Yeah. Nice. I'm, uh zero percent all right but i will gladly appropriate yeah, the culture <laughs> yeah oh maybe that'll pick up Dude, I, that would be sick that if that picked be, up yeah mm. um how would you describe this drink uh, what? how's it taste <laughs> what do you think uh imagine putting um whiskey into a cola okay that's um, how i would describe <laughs> it <laughs> And funny enough, that's exactly what we're drinking. A nice whiskey, Coke, no ice. This is going to be rough. <laughs> I don't think so. It's drinkable. It goes down smooth. Yeah, yeah. I've had a lot worse. But, yeah. Um, you ever mix vodka and candy cane soda? Candy cane soda? Yeah. It sounds fucking awful. <laughs> it was disgusting. There was also cinnamon roll soda, which was even worse. That sounds all right, kind of. It was not. <laughs> I think if I just had that by itself, no vodka, that would rule. Like, I, w- I would be way into that. No. no. I like sweet things, though. Do you like sweet things? Not a lot, but I like cinnamon rolls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it's different. When you, when you, they take, like, a dessert and they make it into, like, a drink or they make meat, meat gum, like a steak gum. See, I only know the ham mm-hmm. gum from Futurama. Is there actual, uh-huh. like meat gum flavored stuff I mean, in this it, world it honestly wouldn't surprise me you know no, it wouldn't and i might try it because oh, I, I would definitely try it actually that doesn't sound like a bad idea because sometimes i don't want to eat something i just want the flavor <laughs> and i would love to just chew on a piece of gum that tastes like a steak for like five seconds and then it loses its flavor <laughs> more than one piece i guess okay I yeah um we do have one very special announcement for today before we get started. Uh, it's Olivia's birthday today. Can you believe that shit? It's wild. I know. She Well, here's the original idea. She's turning 21 today. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's um, <laughs> let's drink a bunch on the podcast. Yeah. She was like, I, I don't want to. So the benevolent and wise co-host that I am. I allowed her to take the day off, and that's why you're that's here nice instead. Well, I'd like to say that St. Patrick's Day is also my cat's birthday. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Um, um, yeah. Can Can you um, tell us a little bit about <laughs> your delightful and sweet cat, whom we all love? Yes. Her name is Moraine, but everybody calls her Mo. Mm-hmm. I uh, named her after a character from a book series I really like, and that character just died in the book, the last book I read in the series. <laughs> so that took me off guard um she's very small she's very petite for hey, a cat her she? age she's gonna turn one year old on oh, st really? patrick's day yeah she's so small <laughs> she's very tiny i thought she was like three months old or something no damn i uh just moved her over to the cat food instead of the kitty chow oh okay yeah <laughs> yeah she keeps losing her toys because they're all just big enough to fit underneath the couch yeah yeah that's like i bet that's what having kids is like uh, yeah i, I don't they're know they're louder 
kids kids yeah. are loud yeah i i'm very um averse to loud things that's why it's so nice to have you on instead of olivia is she yeah. loud she she can be loud sometimes. <laughs> um do you want to dive into this this is you said this is one of your favorite movies. Yeah, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, definitely my favorite Jack Nicholson performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the uh, second Jack Nicholson movie we've done on this podcast. We also did The Shining. And, yeah, uh, I he, love The Shining as well. He does a great performance in that also. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's. I think it's nice in this movie to see him as not like a fucking crazy person. Because that's my image of Jack Nicholson. It's just he a guy a who's a fucking going crazy crazy. person. In this I know, movie. but it's nice for him to kind of reel it in a little. Okay. I mean, yeah, more, a more controlled. Shine. Yeah, <laughs> okay. More controlled crazy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first time I watched this movie, the ending just completely caught me off guard and I hated it. You didn't because, like it? Not the first time I saw it, okay. but this is, you know, my fourth or fifth time seeing it. Now I actually really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was taken completely off guard as well, but um, I kind of liked it. It was so sad, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Damn it's, it! It's just showing that like the violence never ends. Yeah, and I think this is kind of why I liked No Country for Old Men a lot too, is because it, you know, we have the classic movie trope of oh, they're fighting, they they keep going at each other, and by the end, they're gonna have a big battle, and one's gonna come out on top. But in this one, like. The guy just like unceremoniously just gets his head blown off. Yeah. And I kind of like that because it always catches me off guard. And it's always such like a real and raw and visceral kind of thing. Like just seeing someone get shot in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and then two more people <laughs> immediately <laughs> after. I didn't realize like, um, I think probably like seven, eight years ago, I was just on YouTube and I watched that scene. And I had no idea it was from The Departed. And I was like, what movie is that? And then I never looked it up. And um, I'm glad I didn't because that would have ruined this movie yeah. for me, I think. Crisis averted. Yeah, I remember uh, the first time I watched this movie was with a friend of mine. And uh, we also watched Pineapple Express that night. Mm-hmm. Which Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. All right. Do you care for a spoil part of the ending for you? Um <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Right, it's a terrible movie, but there's a scene at the okay, end yeah. where they make you think one of the characters got shot in the face. Oh, yeah. He didn't. <laughs> so those two in the same night kind of went hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... One really great movie and one absolute <laughs> garbage Seth Rogen. Ugh. Oh, it, Seth Rogen, right, right. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to watch that shit yeah. ever. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of like moving parts in this movie, and I like a movie that just has so much going on that's hard for me to keep up then by the very end it's like ah i get it now yeah even then the next time you watch it you're gonna pick up on so much more yeah yeah i love a movie with a twist yeah everyone does yeah how can you not you know and even in a movie where all the twists are like everything you would expect to be a twist is laid out in front of you mm-hmm. yeah because before i went into this i had heard that uh matt damon is the bad guy the whole time i thought that was the twist mm-hmm. but no that's kind of like yeah, it's, it's there the to you, like in the opening scene. Yeah, but also like, it still kept. It was just such a, um, I guess, such a fluid character. A lot yeah. of these people were fluid characters. Yeah, and they're all so well written. Yeah, it's really great. Did you know this is a remake of a 2002 Hong Kong movie? I did. I have not yeah. seen the movie, but I knew it was a remake. I probably won't um, get around to watching that because yeah, you know be how I am. I don't like reading subtitles. Oh, yeah, yeah. I They're okay sometimes, but also, like, I've gotten to the point in my life where I like to play 8-Ball Pool app while I'm watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard when, like, subtitles are on because you have to keep watching the screen. Yeah. See, I'm addicted to 10-10 right now. What's that? It's like Tetris, but you get to move the pieces wherever you want them to be. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I played that for a little bit, but it just takes so long. I don't have the patience for that shit. I like it. If I have... Like, you know, a three-hour movie to watch, then maybe I'll play. Um, Oh, I guess we should... Okay, another announcement, guys. I will run these into the ground. I love it. I love it, too. Uh, This is drink number two, right? There you go. Okay, come on. Two while recording. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, did you drink it all at once? Yeah, did you not... I took a sip. Oh, that's embarrassing for me. Well, no, it's embarrassing <laughs> for me because 
I've also gotten to the point in my life where I can no longer really take shots. Really? Yeah, my um, mouth is at capacity. It cannot hold <laughs> the um, volume of teeth? a shot. <laughs> Probably, yeah, my wisdom teeth came in and I can't oh, take man. a shot. But yeah, um, I just can't swallow an entire shot glass at once. And then if I have to take like two swallows, it just tastes so bad. Yeah. And I gag and everyone's like, hey, bitch. <laughs> And like, I may as well just get a mixed drink and stand in the corner. I get you know? it. I get it. Um, what, let's maybe do a fast little run through of the plot of this movie. Okay. And then we can, you know, go off when we need to talk about some shit. So basically, uh, Jack Nicholson is a Boston crime boss. Mm-hmm. And at a very young age, he runs into this Matt Damon character. And he's like, boy why don't you come work for me someday? <laughs> and he does. He, um, <laughs> he trains him to be like a, like a mole in the police. Yeah. So he's like always reporting back to Jack Nicholson. Meanwhile, there's another guy who came from like a crime family, uh, Leo. Mm-hmm. And he, everybody, but his father was a criminal. Yes. Right. And he's training to be a cop, but these two guys, they come and they're like, ah, uh-uh. ah, we want you to get kicked out of the police academy and work undercover in the crime clubhouse. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and, the Costello um, Clubhouse. Right, yeah. That's a, you know what? That's a good name for a clubhouse. Yeah, and Costello's Jack Nicholson's character. Right, right. Yeah. I love that name. Costello? Oh, yeah, Frank Costello. It's a great mob yeah, boss. Yeah. <laughs> And he's based on Whitey Bulger, right? Is he? I didn't know I th- that. That's what Wikipedia said, like loosely based on him. I'll believe Wikipedia. Can you believe this shit? Based. Whitey Bulger got murdered in prison. I had no idea. Man, he was pretty old when he got arrested, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was like real old. Yeah. I don't know. the. I'm not going to guess an age, but I know he was old. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, dear Whitey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry that you got capped in prison. <laughs> Couldn't hang. Yeah, couldn't hang in the jailhouse. <laughs> Oof. Oh. <laughs> I don't like drinking that shit straight. Sorry. Oh, you didn't have to drink it straight because I did. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. It's okay. I don't forgive you, but I'll say it's okay. <laughs> this is strike one. Um, <laughs> oh, I did want to say this. That was the plot, pretty much. Yeah. So it it goes off from there. You know, they're like chasing each other. They gotta. They eventually find out that there's a mole in each one of these um, separate factions, and they're both trying to find out who it is. They're both trying to find each other. Yeah, yeah. And um, Jack Nicholson ends up being an FBI informant. So you know what? Matt Damon just kills him. Yeah. Which is I like that. I like when they kill off like a big character, like kind of fairly yeah. early before the resolution. Yeah. And. Um, one thing I'm curious about, if what was Matt Damon's character going to do if he was not killed at the end of the movie? Like, was he just going to go legit and carry on with the career? The Terminal Affairs? I don't know, because the guy who kills Leo and kills his the other trooper, he was also working for Frank Costello. Right. And um, maybe, like, someone inherited frank's position because he's still like going about his day as if he's still working for someone so i'm assuming like the irish mafia or whatever is figuring out who to put in charge next but i don't know i i know that i wouldn't want to be in his position yeah and i think he could go straight honestly because yeah, because nobody's oh my god (laughs) you cut that out of the podcast i will absolutely cut it out Nobody suspected him as a mole. Yeah, and I I don't know. He got away with it scot-free, except for this one little loose end that sneaks into his apartment and shoots him in the face. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) You didn't count on old Marky Mark, did you? (laughs) Hate criminal Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Did he ever do time for beating up that Vietnamese man? (laughs) No, I don't think he did. Solid. I know he used to throw rocks at black kids, too, and, like, shout slurs and stuff. And now, well, I think, you know what? I think his gym routine is his punishment now. (laughs) So he wakes up at 4 a.m. and goes to sleep at, like, midnight, and he just goes to the gym 18 times a day. 
But for what, dude? You're like 60 years old. Who gives a shit? Have you seen the Transformer movies that he's in? No. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It is terrible. I will never watch that shit. The worst piece of product placement I've ever seen is in that movie. What is it? It's like there's this crashed Bud Light truck. <laughs> like Clearly you can see it says yeah. Bud Light on the truck and he picks up a bottle of the beer and cracks the open. He goes like he's yelling to the driver yeah. and he's like, Is this your beer? Is this your beer? And then he starts drinking it. Is this your delicious smooth beer? Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Selling out, man. I, I hate that. But I also too, but you can't blame him. Well the thing that pisses me off about it is that it works. Because whenever I see that, <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I want a Bud Light so bad right it, now. It does not work for me. It doesn't? No. no. I think sometimes when it portrays the food or the drink in such a charming and like enticing way, I'm like, like Mark Wahlberg yelling at you, <laughs> right? beer? of of course. <laughs> That's how I prefer to drink drinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck Bud Light. Fuck. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we d- our sponsor this episode is Con Cannon Whiskey. I know I mentioned we're drinking it, but they also our sponsor this episode Mm -hmm. thanks guys we will continue to deliver grade a podcast content (laughs) um what else happened in this movie that was pretty much it um but i will say this everyone in this movie looks like absolute shit yeah nobody dresses well no and blend together did they not like put makeup on any of these people either like the crew like the makeup department was it that because they all had freckles and shit, and Ugh. they had blemishes, and I was like, that's not what Leo looks like. He doesn't look like shit. He looks good. Are those fried eggs on your socks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check these out. It's not just fried eggs. Oh, man. It's bacon as well. See, I have a pair of socks with fried eggs on them and a pair mm-hmm. of socks with bacon on them. Really? Yeah. I think you should wear one fried egg sock, one bacon sock. I've done that before. You have? Yeah. Do they, are they like matching color schemes? or? Uh, yeah, they're both gray. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't remember if they're the same shade of gray or not. Oh, that's a big issue if that they're is, not. Yeah. Because yeah. people like uh, like a sniper searching for his prey. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, shit, your socks are two different shades of gray. You know, the people I hate when people notice things about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really hate that. <laughs> Somebody says I have a nice haircut, I tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely hate that. I hate when people say I have a nice smile. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude. You do have a nice smile, Michael. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's none of your business. Um, <laughs> okay, I wrote down Jack Nicholson's penis. Was It was very large and black. Yeah, that did happen, didn't it? He pulled... And that was, was his real dildo. penis. No. Oh, it wasn't? Yeah, that was a dildo. Oh. But was it was it his character's penis or was No. Was he faking it in the movie? <laughs> Actually, too? I don't know. Cause I I the way I, I mean, took it was like that was Frank Costello's actual penis he pulled out. And it I was very clearly black. Though. Was it? Yes. I thought it was just the lighting. I don't think it was just the lighting. <laughs> okay. Man. This, I don't is... Know. this is the second movie in a row I've watched where I see a man's full-on penis, and I'm... What was the other one? The Hangover, which that one uh, is a bonus episode you can check out on Patreon.com. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm tired of that. I don't want to see any genitalia. I, I honestly don't want anyone to take their shirt off either. No, me neither. Just be completely clothed. Head to toe. Just make a movie, not porn. Yeah. What the? What do you think this is? Put on a turtle. Martin neck. Scorsese. Do you think I'm a fucking horn dog watching your movie? Right. I mean, I am, but that's not the reason <laughs> I'm watching your movie, dude. <laughs> if we want to talk about sex scenes, how about Leo making a cuck out of Mark Wahlberg? I did enjoy that. Yeah. Because. Or no, Matt Damon, right? Matt Damon. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Matt Damon. My bad. Because Matt Damon's an asshole in this movie. Yeah, terrible. I hate to say it. And Leo's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I'm sorry to everyone on communist Twitter that I'm offending by <laughs> saying I like the cop in this movie. But, you know, I mean, there's clearly the bad guy, Matt Damon. Yeah. And, you know, I know there's no good cops, but Leo's all right this time. I mean, you say he's all right, but he's like an undercover cop, and he's actually murdering people. Oh, right. That is true. That 
That doesn't seem right, but also <laughs> lots of morally gray characters. All of them are morally gray characters, which is I like that. Yeah, it's I really realistic. do like that. Like at the beginning of the movie, when Frank Costello says, "When somebody's pointing a gun at you, does it really matter?" In reference to whoever's holding the gun. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, so like, much of this movie just kind of takes like the the classic cop versus robber kind of shit and just turns it on its head. Yeah, it just I really together. like that man the this movie's good i really wish it wasn't like so long because really yeah i do i feel like they could have cut a lot out but also at the same time okay at the same time i understand that it builds a lot of suspense there's lots of character development too this is a movies don't really do well with character development as well as this one does Mm -hmm. it really does yeah damn see this is where i'm always conflicted because I'm a firm believer, and Olivia will tell you this also, that the perfect movie is 90 minutes long, <laughs> less than 100 minutes. But also, like for a movie like this, I don't know if you could do it in under 100 minutes. Oh, absolutely not. What I really liked throughout the movie was the theme of identities. Man, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm great. <laughs> okay, for those of you who don't know... He just watched me swallow a drink, and he could tell by my pained expression that I did not enjoy it. I really don't like doing that. Well, next one will be mixed. Okay. Speaking of next one. This is what Irish people do all day long. I can't believe this. Um, Yeah, I can confirm that. (laughs) Do you have any living family members that are Irish? No. No. But I can confirm that this is what yeah. they do all day. Go get drunk, you redhead. <laughs> My beard gets super red during the summer. Does it's, it really? It's weird. Just during the summer? Yeah. I wonder what the scientific reasoning for that is. I don't know. I also don't give a shit, and I won't look at it. <laughs> I won't but it either. is interesting to think about. Yeah. Have you ever seen me shaving? Um... I've seen high school photos of you. Okay. Well, I'm going to shave at the end of the Are you month. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. For Jess and I's anniversary. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I hate the way it looks without a beard. <laughs> Good luck, dude. Thanks. <laughs> I will never shave my mustache. I never will. It looks good on you. It's the absolute only thing I can grow on my face. <laughs> you get some hair underneath your lip. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me explain this also. Just finished watching HBO's Deadwood. Um, mm-hmm. Timothy Oliphant is the main character in it. Oh, I didn't know he was in that. My mm-hmm. parents loved that show. Really? Yeah. Dude, hook me up with your parents. I'm not talking <laughs> to them about Deadwood. They, um, I read a review and it was like, all the facial hair in this show is fucking impeccable. And you know what? Absolutely right. Lots of handlebar mustaches, I'm assuming. Not even handlebar, just like good ass facial hair. But um, Timothy Oliphant, he's got a sick mustache, very thick, and he has a little soul patch thing right underneath. And it looks great. That's <laughs> So that's what I'm trying to do, but I can't do it. <laughs> I have a very thin mustache. Very thin mustache. And kind of a square-looking soul patch. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is very square. Shit. I think, I, I think that was a shaving mishap. Maybe I'll try to get it pointed <laughs> next time. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. You're so lucky to be able to grow, like thick facial hair yeah i think what as soon as i started growing at my senior year of high school one of my teachers stopped making eye contact with me really <laughs> and i think it's because he could not grow one himself oh yeah and he was going bald oh shit yeah i'm very intimidated by people who can do things that i can't oh you're also like four inches taller than i am so. oh that is true yeah i am the alpha here i forgot yeah. i mean i have the beard who's recording this podcast bitch it's <laughs> okay. <me>. shit <laughs> So, this damn movie. I feel like, okay, here's the thing. I feel like we covered the plot, kind of. And mm-hmm. I feel like we covered all the little um, other bits to the plot. But also, it feels like I haven't covered a damn thing from this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of hard just shooting the shit a lot. My notes are just awful, because I didn't write down anything. You read me three of your notes. Oh, yes. I'll read them again. Okay. I wrote down Matt Damon is bad. I wrote down Leo is good. I wrote down everyone looks like shit. <laughs> what else? Oh, Jack Nicholson loves cheetah print. He does love cheetah print. He Do has you think a that... cheetah print necktie. 
that he was wearing. And I hate that. Yeah. And that he is wearing a cheetah print robe at one point in the yeah. movie. Which is I'm when he's more like forgiving cocaine on the bed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which was cool. I mean, I guess it's like, I think John Mulaney had a bit about like most rich people don't act like we would act if we suddenly became rich. <laughs> and I feel like Jack Nicholson in this movie is acting like, how if I became rich, that's how I would be. Yeah. I'd be wearing cheetah print and throwing cocaine all over the room. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I would act that way if I was rich, too. See, it's wasted on these other people who are like, oh, great, I can buy more shares in Apple now. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, I can make more money with my money. Dude, I fucking you. sneeze at Apple. Give me some <laughs> cocaine and cheetah print robes. Do you think his use of cheetah print represents anything? Or is it just kind of like a... Do you think it is like that? Like, just like a poor boy who grew up to become rich and is like, ah, oh, this is what extravagance yeah. looks like. Yeah, I think that's exactly what that's it is. It. Yeah. Because I don't know what else, like, cheetah print could represent to, like, a Irish mafia South Boston yeah, dude. I don't you know? know either. Maybe, like, predator kind of thing. Like, a cheetah's a predator. That's, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe the filmmakers are trying to oh, convince yeah. me of something. But I don't care. You can try to convince me with your symbolism and your little metaphors, but uh, my brain's too small for that. So, um, Qu- Queenan, the uh, the guy Martin Sheen's character, yeah, Martin Sheen. Yeah, I think it was Queenan. Yeah, they uh, threw him off the roof. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, that was right at DiCaprio's feet. I know. That was a good shot, though. Yeah, that was excellent filmmaking. Good job, guys. But, um, yeah, it was so sad. It's so sad when you see, like, just these kind of innocent characters just get in the way of this big machine of crime. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, I, that's what I appreciate about this movie is uh, not the good guys don't win necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even though we did say that all the characters are morally gray, it's still, <laughs> right. you know, clearly good and bad. Yeah. And that's, like, more realistic. Because yeah, usually, yeah. like, the good guys don't win. It's more like nobody wins. Everyone just... Everything is bad, you know? Yeah. I guess that's... I don't know. I think we'll flesh this out more in our upcoming segments. But did you have anything else you really wanted to get off your chest about this movie? Um, no, I don't no? think so. I would definitely say watch it, though. Because oh, I'm not yeah, doing it justice by talking it. about it. No, we are not doing it justice. No, and it's it's kind of like I don't want to just try and do it justice because it's really a thing you have to see yeah. to really watch fully it and appreciate watch it again. Mm-hmm. And I will say it's one of the better movies we've watched. Yeah, on the podcast, I think. But without further ado, I would like to introduce the next segment of the show, which is the Bechdel test. <laughs> Gabe, did you enjoy that theme? I did. It was very like '80s and adventurous. I liked it. Thank you. I made it myself. Really? Mm-hmm. That's impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I've read uh, Alison Bechdel's graphic novel *Fun Home*. So oh, okay. I am an expert on this. Is that where it was originated? In uh, that? No, well, no, not no. in that comic. Oh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> the comic is about her relationship with her father. It okay. has literally nothing to do with the Bechdel test. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I haven't read any of that. I know Olivia hasn't either. So you are our Bechdel expert now. Oh boy. Now tell us, Gabe, did this movie pass the Bechdel test? No, there's one female character in the whole movie, <laughs> except a couple moms that show up. Yeah. But there's only one female character that has more than one scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's kind of just like the the girlfriend of one character and the therapist of the other character yeah so she doesn't i mean she serves a purpose but it's not a deep purpose you know yeah but i will say i'm glad she came out on top kind of yeah she's if anybody wins quote unquote in Mm -hmm. this movie it's her yeah except now she's pregnant by one of these dead guys yeah so maybe yeah (laughs) maybe she doesn't come out on top But she's alive, so... Yeah, I, she's I the morally correct character. The most morally correct character. Yeah. 
but that's such a subjective such a subjective thing that mm-hmm. I don't know if you can measure that yeah well I mean I guess compared to these other characters just because they're so like reprehensible a lot yeah. of the time it's I mean yeah and she does try to do the right thing most of the time I think yeah um but yeah this this whole movie just paints like such a scathing image of Boston in general like everyone's kind of a piece of shit they also look like shit too and um it's like I don't see how anyone would want to go there after watching this movie <laughs> sorry well, I guys I don't know how accurate of a representation this is of Boston I don't know it seemed very realistic yeah I mean it did look like it was filmed there yeah and it did take place there <laughs> So, um, sounds like it is a correct depiction of Boston. Yeah. I mean, they make it seem like a city where, I don't know, where nothing matters but police and criminals. And that is kind of my view of Boston is like, there's just cops everywhere and Red Sox fans. Right. But I mean, like my view of Baltimore, this is coming because I can see your wire box sets right there. (laughs) Oh, don't get me started on that shit. (laughs) My view of Boston is just also drug dealers and cops because I've seen 10 episodes of The Wire. Yeah. And I'm not going to disagree because that's also my view of Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's also the cake shop where um, Duff Goldman works. The Ace of Cakes. You don't know the Ace of Cakes? No. What? Wait, what is that? Did I miss something? No. Is it in this movie? No. Okay. It's just, it's in Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. <laughs> this is something Shit. that's going to get cut out. <laughs> no, I'm not cutting anything. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Fuck. Actually, I'll just cut everything that makes me look bad. That's everything fair. else stays. I don't, I don't have a career in podcasts, so. I know this is your first podcast, but you'll come to realize I'm the god of this one. <laughs> and I decide what goes in and what goes out. Okay. I'm going to cut that to make you sound more fearful. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Can I cut out your part, but just leave in me saying, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you say, oh, oh, okay. Can oh, you say that right? Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> um, why don't we move on to the next one? Okay. Uh, highs and lows. Highs and lows. So in this segment, we talk about our high points and our low points of the episode. Or shit, of the movie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and we start with lows because we always want to end on a high point. I think my lowest dislike of this movie was the fact that the only female character in it is just there to service the males of the movie mm, that's very progressive of you <laughs> someone might say I mean, performatively like, progressive of no you. it is not performatively. <laughs> i mean that's how good this movie is the writing is so good yeah the directing is so good the acting is so good that no i, mean, I do agree i mean it's like it's not hard to write in another it's not woman you know could have made alec baldwin's character a woman yeah you could have made matt damon and leo women probably yeah i mean i guess I'd, well, like okay. see, I'd like to see Leonardo DiCaprio as a woman. Me too, dude. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess maybe this This is what I imagine the writer's excuse is. Oh, the Irish mafia is so shitty and sexist already that they wouldn't let in a woman. Or they wouldn't let a woman become a mole for them or something like that, you know? Well, it's a movie, so. Yes, yeah, it's a that movie. could happen. Yeah. But, I don't know. People like to give shitty excuses for their um, misogynistic behavior. And that's our high, folks. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, that is a good low. Much better than mine, which is um, Jack Nicholson's penis. That's also a low for me. That made me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And they're just in... a porn theater where they're all watching porn yeah. together. What kind of shit is that? I hate it's, that. Yeah, this movie came out in 2006 or 2007. <laughs> yeah, People are still doing that that long ago? Or uh, that recently, I should say? I hate to imagine that people are doing that now, but I know that they are. I know there's somewhere you can go to watch porn oh, together. definitely. Not like here in Louisville, but like no. New York or something. Yeah. 
Let me say this. Uh, yeah. Pee Wee Herman did nothing wrong. If you're going to a porn theater and you're not jacking off, something's <laughs> oh, wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to cut that out of the podcast. Why would I cut that out? <laughs> I don't um, want that on record. I don't want people to know my opinion on that. No, I mean, see, our show is already clouded in so much irony. No one knows <laughs> what we actually believe, you know? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> But we, knew, we do know that you believe Pee Wee Herman <laughs> is okay for being a sexual offender. Okay, um, our highs. <laughs> I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it. My high is when everyone gets shot. That's your high at the very end of the movie? I like that. That's a good yeah. one. It's, it's very unexpected. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think my high is when Mark Wahlberg shoots Matt Damon. Yeah, that was, definitely my, that was definitely my high the first time I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the rat looking on upon City Hall? Oh yeah, that was some heavy. That was City shit. Hall, right? I don't know what that building was supposed I think so. to be. It kind of looked like that, um, the Temple of the Rock in Jerusalem. You know? Yeah, it did look like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I kept thinking. Oh wait, is this in Jerusalem? Where are we? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that rat. Oh yeah, guys, I get it. He was a rat. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, everyone. I understand. <laughs> Pretty heavy-handed. Yeah. Uh, a high for me was the chase scene after the porn theater, where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio oh, yeah. was chasing uh, Mark Wahlberg through the streets. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, that was very intense. It was very cause... intense and very like beautifully shot. Yeah, it really was. And, well, okay. I was going to say, like, for an action movie kind of but this isn't really yeah i wouldn't call this an action movie there's just a lot of action that happens yeah but still i i always appreciate any kind of beautifully shot scene in any movie what i like about it is it's not like explosive and you know it's not like a tom cruise chase scene it's very Mm -hmm. subtle and it's just like people shuffling down the street yeah but it's still so intense because of this the what's at stake right yeah and it's like don't let him see you while you're chasing him you know that kind of thing it's like uh i do love that i think there's just like so many creative ways to approach the classic chase scene you know that i love to see a new approach to it yeah Uh, this movie just does so many things well you know and this was my problem when we did no country for old men also it's like if Okay, there's a movie that's this good. You know, it exists. So why aren't other movies this good? Yeah. You know? And that pisses me off I to mean, no end. The Coen brothers and Scorsese, they're on a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, like, come on, guys. Just do it like they do it. Yeah, it's <laughs> not difficult to It's not hard at dialogue. all. It's so easy to do it's exactly honestly what they the did. the easiest. I took an entire class on screenwriting in, yeah. in school last semester. I read a Wikipedia article yeah. on it once. It's so easy. I've written a screenplay. Why can't you? You guys are making the movies. <laughs> Have you written a screenplay? Just for class. Neither one of them were really that good. Oh, well, let me pull up your screenplay. We're going to do a live <laughs> read of it right now. <laughs> Would you kill me if I did that? Was it yeah. good? Did you like it? I feel like... So in the class, we had to write one short movie in the first 20 pages of a full-length movie and then an outline for the rest of it. Yeah, and I feel like what I wrote for the short film should have been the long film, and what if I what I should have wrote for the long film should have mm-hmm. been the short film. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about classes like that is they're only like a semester long. Yeah. So you know, it's not like your career. If it was your career, you'd be like, oh yeah, I'll just switch these. Yeah. But no, now it's set in stone forever. But also on Michael's laptop, and we're about to read all of it. Neither of them were that good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> One of them was about a guy that owns a barbecue restaurant and is addicted to painkillers. Okay. Yeah. And the other one was about a woman that, um, I don't like it. It's controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Don't bring controversy to our podcast. Yeah, I don't want, yeah. I don't want any unwanted attention brought to the this guys, podcast. guys, it was about a woman. <laughs> <laughs> it passes the Bechdel test. Oh, nice. Did your yeah. barbecue one pass the Bechdel test? No. Fucking canceled. <laughs> Um, we were doing a thing on the podcast. I think we've ended it, but um, we were doing a thing where each week we would cancel a celebrity yeah. who like 
assaulted women or something. <laughs> but then we got bored of it. <laughs> That's so a good started. bit, man. That's real funny. <laughs> no, it was very funny because I was showing a video. Uh, I was showing Olivia one of those like recipe blog videos oh my God. for like really delicious looking potatoes. Uh-huh. And um, we were talking about canceling Brian Singer, I think. And um, I accidentally played the music from it. And she was like, oh, this is the cancel song now. Now we're g- <laughs> So we just played that song every time we wanted to cancel someone. But now that bit has been worn, worn out, ran into the ground, it's stale. And we have to think of a new one in this n- next segment of the show. It's, it's time for the kicker. <laughs> and here's another fun thing about our podcast. That theme music you just heard... We stopped using it because it makes us nervous before we do the kicker. <laughs> but um, I thought I would bust it out on you this time. You caught Get me. Get you in the mood. Right. For... What, what is this segment? Oh, yeah. this. <laughs> let me explain the segment first. <laughs> um, the kicker is when we kick the listener with good content. Oh, man. And, you know, there's no real, like, specific thing you have to do. We just have to be very funny here at the <laughs> oh man that's so much pressure i know see that's why i think we yeah i think we're gonna stop calling it the kicker i think we're gonna stop using theme music for calling it the letdown no oh wait that might actually be good if we call it the letdown but it's actually very good yeah because then it's like people's expectations oh they've been turned like the worm has turned now the and... worm has turned yeah i like that maybe phrase. you could call it that the worm has turned yeah i do like that a that lot. just doesn't make sense no it makes okay it's about the worm is a dragon okay the dragon's coming for <laughs> your w-y-r-m well i didn't fucking spell it when i said it so that's what i yeah, that's what that's, i was saying that's fair yeah don't call me out on how i pronounce worm worm <laughs> <laughs> okay look the worm is coming for your castle then he turns and now everything's good the worm has turned. <laughs> the worm has turned. <laughs> I think our kicker today has to be something Irish, because I keep forgetting it's St. Patrick's Day. And that's the whole point of this episode. <laughs> um, how about like a hypothetical about this movie? If you were Leo's character, and you're uh-huh. in Police Academy, right? And this Martin Sheen and Mark Wahlberg come up to you, and they're like, "Fuck you, dude! I need you to go to jail for us, so you can, I don't know, do some kind of un- undercover thing." What would you say to that? I don't know, because what was his other option? Just going back to being like a cadet? Were they not going to let him like be a cop? Well, if I'm he pretty didn't sure he do- was already just like a beat cop, and he was going into like the state police. When I oh he was going into state police yeah. okay yeah I mean is is he like that devoted to catching this guy that he's willing to go to prison for a while and then infiltrate his network I don't know well I don't if, know what his motivator is really his motivator I think it's part of it is his past because they were talking about how his dad was this law-abiding citizen that. Um, Wait. Just worked at the... Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. You're good. I think we should... This will be fun. Hello? Hey, Michael. Hey, what's up? What's up? Yeah, dude, you're on the podcast right now. <laughs> Who oh, is it? awesome! No way! Uh, this is my cousin. This is Rob. Hey, Rob. Wait, am I really on the podcast? Yeah, you're on the podcast. Oh, Call me gosh, right in the middle. <laughs> I thought this is what why you wanted. I thought it was important. I know you know how to press a pause button. Hold on, wait. I'm looking for it. I forgot that you all are drunk. You're doing the drunk podcast. No. No. God, what if we did this at Bellarmine? That would be that'd be fun as hell. I would be so scared the entire time. No, we're. I was just gonna. I was gonna ask like if I could come look at those pictures like or if there's any way you could give them to me. But uh, did you I see don't my want text? Now. Oh well, yeah, I'll drive him right over to you, man. <laughs> no, do not drive. Did um? Did you see my text? Yeah, I did. 
I, it was a snapshot, but close enough. <laughs> sh- shut up, dude. I feel like I explained it completely in the text. You, you said you would do it tomorrow, but I just didn't know if there was another way. That's all I was asking. Well, here, let me get real technical on your ass. Okay, I took the photos in raw format. So they're not they're not JPEGs, so I can't send them to you really like easily right now. And even if I did, they would look like shit. So I have to um, I have to touch them up real quick in Photoshop. Then I'll send them to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks anyway, though. Yeah, no problem, man. Drive also. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll be over there right after this. <laughs> like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you then. Okay, I'll see you in fifteen minutes. <laughs> right. Okay, sounds good. Okay. okay. Right, bye. See ya. Why didn't you take the pictures in JPEG? I forgot to switch it to JPEG. This is my problem because I it take harder on everybody. I know. Let me go off for a second because okay. um, go off, Michael. Took a photography class and they wanted us to shoot in RAW, and with RAW format. There's a lot of versatility because you can touch it up better. There's more information in the pixels or whatever. Okay. But also, like, is there that much more? I don't know. JPEG looks fine to me. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm like always set. My camera's always set on raw now, just because that's in my head. And I was like, okay, dude, when I take your pictures, I'm going to set it to JPEG. I didn't do it because I got too stressed out in the moment, you know. I mean, is it difficult to convert it from raw to JPEG? Not really. I mean, with my computer, my computer's kind of old, so it's it doesn't run things fast, and it gets overheated, and sometimes it shuts down just <laughs> on its own. Um, but that's that's kind of my fault, because I downloaded Grand Theft Auto V to it, and I don't think that was meant to be run on a Toshiba laptop. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> and now I can't I can't play any games except for Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> Unless I want my computer to just shut off entirely. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go to the office uh, tomorrow and just convert them all to JPEGs there and drive them. Well, I'm going to drink a bunch first. Then I'll drive them over to Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you don't worry out to get those pictures. All right. So we were talking about Leonardo DiCaprio's motivation. Mm-hmm. I think it is from his past because you look at the environment he grew up in and his uncle yeah all of it was violent and his uncle they said multiple times throughout the movie was one of frank costello's best lieutenants yeah 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 but his dad was this hard-working you know airport employee who lived an unremarkable life (laughs) yeah followed the law which is something unheard of in this area Mm -hmm. apparently that (laughs) women being friends with each other right right and talking to each other about something other than a man yeah so do you think it's like a redemption thing then i think redeeming his family i don't don't know if it's kind of redemption but it's definitely he's definitely trying to break the cycle Mm -hmm. okay and while doing that he realizes how bullshit the entire process is yeah because uh one of my favorite lines in the movie was leonardo dicaprio saying i want my life back i want my life back and then um I'm going to get it right this time. Okay. Matt Damon saying, (laughs) (laughs) I get it. You just want to be a cop again. And then DiCaprio says, that's not a life or that's not a personality or something like that. Yeah. 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 Which I mean, you see how devoted everybody else is to whatever position they're in. And Mm -hmm. he's like, no, that's not me. That's not what I am. Yeah. I do like something that just like a film or a show that just kind of like skewers the system, you know? Yeah. It kind of really, um, pulls the curtain back on what it really is and how it operates because there's like so many things that just operate within the system like uh like csi or whatever it's like (laughs) oh yeah uh we saved the day again we solved a murder it's like okay but what if somebody was paid off on uh, you know one of these cops was paid off or whatever and that happens probably so often you know in real life yeah especially in in south in, boston yeah you know in southie <laughs> southie oh yeah the reason we're doing this movie is because boston is so fucking irish yeah and i i remember looking for like an irish movie we could do like from ireland and like there's like nothing really nothing Ooh. that was like i mean there's good movies what was course, that one but... movie with the girl from uh from lady bird oh uh brooklyn was it called brooklyn Oh, yeah, 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 Brooklyn. 
but also like i'd never heard of that really oh. until like a month ago okay. so i the part is a great movie so yeah but also like on here it's like stuff we should have seen so long ago you know yeah so it kind of puts us in a box a little bit yeah. i was gonna do braveheart because i thought it would be funny to be like doing a scottish movie on accident <laughs> that would have been that would have been a great bit <laughs> we'll do it next year <laughs> yeah next year you just so drunk you picked the wrong movie yeah i'm glad that that guy called in to the show that yeah. fan of ours called in that was a real um i keep forgetting how popular this show is what's yeah. the color with that uh absolutely you know what no i don't no. i'll drink it straight all right here we go is this, this is three or four i think this is 17 uh something like that yeah yeah i think we stopped counting a little bit ago but it's probably under six right yeah it's definitely yeah. A- <laughs> if it was over it, six it, it is you three or notice. four <laughs> i think it's under 12 guys <laughs> um i'd say that we are like a good almost halfway through the bottle yeah almost there's still a lot in here damn yeah. what am i gonna do with all this record another podcast <laughs> right yeah. you can just record next year's st patrick's day episode that would be really efficient if i because <laughs> it almost feels like i'm back in school again with this podcast because like the <laughs> deadlines keep coming up i'm like damn it olivia we have to record <laughs> she's like oh no <laughs> no thanks it's a great impression it is pretty good yeah um i'm i'm used to just hearing her voice 300 hours a week yeah so. <laughs> you guys do record a lot yeah and then i have to edit it so which that means i usually listen to it like at least yeah. twice so you got 300 hours of recording and then <laughs> yeah then, another you know 250 hours of editing so that brings us up to 10,000 hours every week yeah. i have to listen to olivia's voice yeah it's hard to believe you make 300 episodes a week <laughs> i know no no our podcast started 300 hours each oh but i cut it down to one hour cut it down to okay so we have a little ways to go in this recording <laughs> yeah um if you subscribe on patreon you get access to the 299 <laughs> cut hours <laughs> just kidding but you do get access to our discord server and our um bonus episodes and shit like that it's real cool but there's a time and place for plugs and now is not the time nor the place yeah we're supposed to be making jokes and we were just talking about character motivation well well, this is the thing uh when we started the podcast we had an intro episode and we're like you know what this is not a comedy podcast but sometimes we're insanely funny, you know? <laughs> so that's how we kind of get out of it. You know, this is just the film and TV podcast. Sorry for being so funny all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Didn't mean to make you laugh. <laughs> so, yeah, I honestly don't have to do any jokes or make this entertaining at all. Oh. But that's my little gift <laughs> to the listeners. I mean, I'd hope that my episode is entertaining. Yeah, nice. I think this is a good one, right? yeah i hope so i'm gonna cut it down so i cut out all of your dead air where you don't say anything that's fair <laughs> and cut out your dead air or do you let people listen to your silences um my silences are very pregnant and poignant they are so, pregnant yeah it's like oh shit I feel the what, what's he's gonna say next i can't wait it's very suspenseful sort yeah. of thing i'm the alfred hitchcock of podcasting <laughs> so to speak <laughs> starting to feel these drinks just now yeah damn um yeah i don't feel them at all that's right folks <laughs> and i will be driving immediately <laughs> after <laughs> no it's so convenient to just be able to do this in my bedroom now yeah instead of sneaking around <laughs> bellerman university it was so scary god we got walked in on so many times the one we just did with kyle someone like very slowly opened the door to the classroom they didn't look in or anything i think they were just like listening to us and we stopped talking we're like what's going on and then the door like slowly closes and i'm like i'm so tired of that kind of shit when we record my next episode can we sneak around and do it at bellarmine that sounds like fun yeah we can i mean it's gonna be kind of hard to get three people in here for a comfortable podcast exactly so we have to do yeah do you have a third microphone i do i have four microphones actually um, the only issue is my mixer here, when it records everyone, it puts them all into one track. Oh, here. man. So the volume has to be right for everybody yeah. or it's going to sound like shit and I can't fix it at all. Yeah. 
I did the we did the one with the Blink One Eighty Two guys mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, and um, that was a miracle that I got four people's <laughs> volumes all the same. You know, I need to listen to that episode. I mean, I saw that it posted. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty good. They um, outshine us in every single way. I doubt that. No, they really they're very good. <laughs> well, podcasts. don't they have a podcast about Blink One Eighty Two? Yeah, and, well, that's true. I wonder if if they were having us on an episode where it was like Breaking Bad, and <laughs> you know, I think we would fucking kill it. We'd be like, Oh yeah, Walter Hot, Walter <laughs> White Hot. <laughs> we would still be very bad, actually. <laughs> I think. I think that's it. That's it? Are we done recording the podcast? Uh, I th- we're winding down. Is there anything? Imagine that Martin Scorsese walks up to you one day, and he's like... I touch his I, eyebrows. You touch his eyebrows. touch his eyebrows. In addition to that, <laughs> what if he's like, Gabe, I, I heard you love my movie. <laughs> but I always keep thinking there's there's just something not quite right about it. What... Do you, th- you think I could change anything about it and make it the perfect movie? What would you tell him? Is there anything he could change to I make don't this know that better? There is. I mean, aside from maybe I mean, adding another adding woman, another woman yeah. character, but so you know, at the same time, I say that there's not enough woman characters, but I don't want the art to suffer for it. I want the artist to realize I need to, you know, not be sexist. Yeah. So forcing him to add another woman character is not something I would want. I would necessarily yeah. want to do. I think if you force him to do it, it wouldn't even turn out good. It would be like just some kind of cookie cutter woman who's exactly. like, just oh, like the woman's best friend who's yeah. like, you need a man in your life. Yeah. Damn. Oh, and then they're just talking about marriage. So even then, it wouldn't pass the test. I don't know. It's so. I mean, it's so easy to just put a woman in a movie you know i really truly i do not understand the difficulty of it i don't know and And also 15 minutes ago i said i wrote a screenplay that did not pass the bechdel test (laughs) but you're also like 11 years old so 11 (laughs) year olds are sexy i was 11 years old not 22 (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's maybe it's something where like oh michael says it seems easy but also he's never done anything meaningful in his life and he wouldn't be able to write a movie but also like well one of us is sexist and it's not michael yeah so (laughs) i'm not gonna try to offer up any solutions to this because i don't think it's it's my place as a man honest not even necessarily as well i mean obviously as a man but uh i mean it's such a complicated not even complicated just add women to your movies i don't i don't know what the solution is but i know i know that i'm not the person to offer that solution the solution's easy the solution is add a woman yeah but like the implementation of that is the hard part it's like how do you convince like you don't want to force it yeah how do you say oh james cameron oh where are the women at you know etc james cameron hasn't made a good movie since t2 honestly really I did all. Was Titanic not good? Titanic wasn't that good. Shit. People say it's great, but I was okay. This is a fun little Michael fact. Okay. Michael Ooh, loved Michael's fun fact learning quarter. things. <laughs> Damn, I need a. I wonder if I have a good theme in here for this one. Um. <laughs> this is Michael's fat corner about himself. Um. <laughs> When I was in elementary school and middle school, I loved learning shit about the Titanic. And I had this book called 882 and a Half Facts About the Titanic. Because was it, it was, specifically the boat or specifically the movie? It had a few movie facts in it, but it was about like okay, the boat just and most, the incident okay, and everything. Gotcha. Because it was 882 and a half feet long. <laughs> yes. Do you remember and, what the half fact was? I'm so curious about that. I think it was like will the titanic ever fade from popular memory and then it's like i don't know (laughs) is that a fact it's half a fact it's actually just a question yeah i would say that that is half a fact but yeah i would read that book nonstop, and i'd be like guys ask me something about the titanic can you give me three titanic facts right now um ask me something about the titanic i'll tell you how long was it It was 882 and a half feet long whoa yeah um how many people survived i don't know (laughs) i think it was like 800 people 
Oh, man, there seems to be a pattern here. Uh, oh, shit, yeah. This I, is our new segment, Conspiracy Theories. Oh, my favorite conspiracy... Conspiracy Theories. I saw on Twitter, there was like a thread about... What's what's your favorite conspiracy theory? And some guy was like, "I believe the JFK's head just did that on its own." <laughs> um, there's a theory that the um, his Secret Service guy shot him in the back of the head on accident. Yeah, I've heard that. I one. love. It makes that. a lot of sense. It really does. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I necessarily believe it. I really hope that's true. Oh, when I was younger, I was like mad into JFK and Abraham Lincoln's assassinations. Oh, really? Me yeah. too, actually. Yeah. yeah. I had a book about it. Have you seen all the similarities between the two? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Weird. It's, it's wild, man. It makes you think, man. Yeah, I know. It makes yeah. you think, man. Take a hit of that blunt and think about Abraham Lincoln getting shot in the head. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's secretary was named Kennedy and Kennedy's secretary secretary was named ford something like that yeah something like dude get this um john wilkes booth shot lincoln in a theater and ran into a warehouse but lee harvey oswald shot kennedy from a warehouse ran into a theater can you believe that yeah it's uh kind of crazy if you think about it i was a big ripley's believe it or not kid really yeah i like the history channel i I was Mm -hmm. in there in between the uh you know, when they first stated they were all about Hitler, and now they're all about ancient aliens, I was in that sweet spot in between where they were all about conspiracy theories. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah and they were awesome. all Abraham Lincoln or JFK. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes some alien stuff. Yeah. Welcome to the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> Yo, have you ever done DMT? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. But we will on the next St. <laughs> Patrick's Day episode. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think we can wrap this one up. I feel like we had a tiny, tiny bit of Irish whiskey, enough to satisfy all those um, redheaded bastards who were like, oh, give us a holiday. Okay, here's your holiday. Great. Yeah. You're welcome. Here's one last thing I'll say about The Departed. Yes. Come on. I mentioned earlier that the first time I watched it was with a friend of mine. Mm Mm-hmm. When I was with that friend, I was at his aunt's lake house. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that aunt was the kindergarten teacher of jennifer lawrence oh shit and that is not a joke (laughs) that's cool yeah so you're like one kevin bacon degree (laughs) from jennifer lawrence i think that's at least two or three kevin bacons (laughs) away from jennifer lawrence did you know i'm one kevin bacon from danny devito i did not what is that story i i worked on a film called rust creek that's right folks rust creek just came out and um there's an actor named sean o'brien who's in that he was also in Deck the Halls with Danny DeVito. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I know. It rules. I feel so close to Danny now. I mean, I, I feel so close to Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Let's go Not... on a double date. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry so, for being the most awkward guest you've ever had on this show. Honestly, Olivia's the most awkward guest, and she's a co-host. So. <laughs> she didn't even make it. Yeah. That's pretty awkward, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, the worst episode we did. And, um, okay, yeah, when we first started the podcast, we had a pilot, and then we went ahead and recorded the first episode of Breaking Bad, uh-huh. or, I mean, the second episode. And after, like, eight episodes, we're like, Dude, those first ones, they suck so much. <laughs> so we went back and re-recorded them. It was in our really bad irony phase. So we were, like, making really offensive jokes the whole time. Oh, jeez. So then, like, another eight episodes passed, and we're like, yeah, that doesn't look good. We need to go record those again. <laughs> What's your favorite offensive word, Michael? Favorite offensive word? Is yeah. that a question that I want to answer? <laughs> you can edit it out. My favorite offensive word is Equality. Because why does everyone take offense to just us being equal? <laughs> so, um, where can we find you? Uh, follow you have me on Instagram of... at uh, the notorious underscore G-I-F-E. G-I-F, what's that? That's my initials. Wait, wait what's your name? What the my fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I have two middle names. Oh, okay, cool. My full name, take note, C-I-A is a uh, gabriel isaac force egbert and that was f-o-r-c-e 
Force? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it was my grandfather's middle name. That's cool. Yeah, I have no idea where it comes from. I don't know why he has it. Force. Or had it, I should say. <laughs> Rest in peace, Grandpa Butterfly. Grandpa Butterfly? Yeah. <laughs> we can get into that next next year. <laughs> yeah, on the next episode, we'll talk about why he was called Grandpa Butterfly. Um... You can follow me on Twitter at MichaelBaker111. Oh, follow the show on Twitter at ShowUsLater. How about how about this? How about check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash late to the show. We do bonus episodes where we watch movies. And you know what? Gabe's about to be on there. We're doing Blade Runner. Blade Runner. My all-time number one favorite movie. Also does not pass the Bechdel test. Sweet. That's a little why bit we of a love spoiler movies. alert. We love when movies don't pass the Bechdel test. I mean, it's kind of a recent thing that they do pass the Bechdel test. But that's because they're trying too hard to pass yeah. it. Performative fucking they're, wokeness. They're pandering to the liberals. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we, yeah, check that out. He'll be on. It's a lot of fun. It's very cheap, too. And you'll love it. Also, we want to send out a special thank you to our sponsor, Con Canaan. <laughs> Irish whiskey. Picked it up for $13. And you know what? It's worth every single penny. I think. Hopefully they'll sponsor the next episode after you've driven to and from your cousin's home. <laughs> yes. And hopefully I will be alive to record that episode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for being on. This was, oh, this was my absolute fun. pleasure. I hope the those fucking Irishmen are happy now that they got an episode (laughs) (laughs) hopefully your all your irish fans stop subtweeting you (laughs) yeah and um happy birthday to olivia this is this one's for you (laughs) (laughs) happy Uh, birthday to mo my cat i love you okay first happy birthday to mo then happy birthday to olivia or whatever okay (laughs) Um, (laughs) all right this was fun we'll, this was very fun yeah we'll just get drunk on every episode from now cheers <laughs> i'm gonna hold you to that oh damn it <laughs> i don't think my frail body can handle it yes it can um bye everyone see ya bye